Oh, oh my god, guys, I am so sorry I'm late. You'd have no idea who I ran into on the way here. Hello? Ooh, a note. Hi, Zach. So sorry. We totally forgot about the full moon. Need to get Dan somewhere safe before he turns back into a werewolf. Do us a favour. Read this story instead. We think you'll take a liking to it. Oh, for fucks. Even in mortal danger, they're making puns. Comedy Geek Sketch Podcast. Geek and Ori, Part 4. L.A. Daggers by Daniel Carl Morgan you like some, uh, pills? Uh, I'm okay, the reporter replied, trying his best not to sound astonished. After a slight pause, he added, Thanks. Ashley Quinlaven knew he was no Hunter S. Thompson, but being backstage at this grimy club, with exclusive access to the most popular rock band in town, he suddenly felt extremely... uncool. He clutched his reporter pad with an anxious grip and watched as the greasy head bass guitarist tipped his head back, guzzled a handful of white pills from an unlabeled bottle and then reclined, plunking his big scuffed boots on the dressing room table. The LA Daggers Only last week, Ashley had been reporting on the local Dogs Trust summer fair. That was a nice day, he thought. There'd been laughter and puppies and burger vans. But now he was so far beyond his comfort zone that his emotional GPS had given up. Kobe Flanagan normally covered local entertainment. He would have been in his element here. His spiky ear studs and trendy dreadlocks were practically a free backstage pass to these sorts of events. Ashley, on the other hand, would have looked more at home drinking an expensive coffee in Starbucks, laptop fired open and an evocative changing the world look on his face. Ashley had convinced himself this was the best way to gain the attention of the opposite sex. According to a dentist's waiting room men's magazine he'd once read, girls could not resist the allure of a sophisticated coffee shop bachelor. In reality, the recipients of these shallow and pitiful advances would either switch tables or quickly grow bored, as he could never think of anything interesting enough to say to hold their attention. Ashley's attempts to dress appropriately for tonight's rock and roll assignment had, in hindsight, fallen very short of the mark. His fresh chinos and checkered designer shirt gave him a distinct air of phoniness, compared to the musician's tight leather trousers, torn vests, and copious metal chains and adornments. Lucky I didn't wear my trademark tweed jacket. 
Our manager makes sure you're well looked after. The bassist explained in his distinctive Swansea accent. At the top of the pad, Ashley had written, Jez Davis, bass. Underneath this, he planned to write any interesting information or pills of wisdom Jez might have to offer. But so far, their interview had consisted of the musician mumbling incoherently and trying to tune his instrument, a display that Ashley found truly painful to watch. This last comment was the first coherent sentence he'd managed to accomplish. The reporter tried to think of an interesting question to ask about the band's noticeably absent manager, but found it hard to concentrate, as another band member practiced noisy drum fills on every object in their vicinity. Ashley checked his writing pad, in desperate need of a prompt. So, are you guys working on any albums? This seemed like a valid question to ask a musician, and it seemed to do just the trick. Yes, Jez replied. You mean in the studio recording some new stuff? It's totally awesome. God, it's just so, you know, whoa, everything about it's kind of... I, I can't explain. You know, when you just... Oh, we're there. I'll grab you a copy. I got some CDs in the car. Jez lunged past the reporter and bounced out of the dressing room with a clumsy swagger. The sound of jewellery rattled as he disappeared down the corridor, and the pungent smell of nightclub bins wafted into the building as the fire door slammed shut. Ashley shuddered at the thought of a disturbed individual like Jez being allowed behind the wheel of a moving vehicle. Ah, it's complete rubbish, you know, the drummer chimed. Really? Ashley flipped to a fresh page in his pad and asked, Obviously you're the drummer of the band. He had not intended for the word drummer to sound so derogatory and felt a brief flutter of apprehension. Fortunately, the bald musician did not seem to pick up on this and said, Yeah, I'm Duncan Smith, but everyone calls me Dunks with a Z. Ashley scribbled down Dunk's name and band position at the top of the page and asked, Why do you think the album's rubbish? Well, first of all, it's not an album, he scoffed. It's only three songs. Uh, well, two of the best songs, actually, and lame ones at that. Ashley wondered just how many times this adult-sized infant had recited this particular speech. Second of all, I'm not even playing on it. It's all digital nonsense, drum machine or something, I don't know. Why didn't you get to play? There was a problem with one of the microphones in the studio, you see. Ah, I see. Faulty equipment, you mean? No. Producer kept telling me how to play the song, so I tried to shove a microphone where the sun don't shine. You know what I mean? Dunks made a suggestive whistling noise and an accompanying gesture with the drumsticks, just to clarify. Oh, I see. Ashley felt his buttocks clinch involuntarily. Got kicked out of the studio. Can you believe everyone else was okay with it too? In a lower voice he said, Between you and me, this is going to be my last gig with these idiots. You may as well and go interview the others, because I don't really give a f*** anymore. You can print that if you want. Don't give a f***. Ashley scribbled on his pad. Doesn't give a hoot. After a weird minute of grunting through his nose, the musician returned to his idle drumming again. Ashley realised this was all he was going to get from Dunks and sidled away awkwardly. These guys were not famous rock stars by any means, 
But according to Kobe Flanagan, they were well known on the local music scene. So maybe he did have a scoop after all. LA Dagger's drummer quits over studio altercation. Beyond the next dressing room was the distinctive howl of several joyful young females. Ashley hesitated and decided door number two was a better option. Peering inside, he saw the band's topless guitarist playing an impressive scale up and down the neck of his instrument. Hi, said the reporter, trying his best not to feel intimidated by the musician's tone physique. I'm Ashley. Oh, the reporter. He replied without missing a note. Come in. Thanks. I'm Brady Chopard. Most people call me Chops. With no idea what this referred to, Ashley replied, Oh, cool. At the top of his next page he wrote, Brady Chops Chopard. Guitar. So, how long have you been... Before you go any further, let me stop you right there. He spoke in a calm, collected voice with mystical undertones, guaranteeing attentiveness from all who would listen. I'm in this for the music, okay? I don't care about anything else. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Just want to play my guitar and melt people's minds, you know. Take them on a trip to another world. He placed his guitar gently on a stand, instead deep into Ashley's soul. I want to open people's third eyes. Do you understand what I'm saying? Th- third eyes, Ashley repeated, noting everything down in scruffy shorthand. Stop writing for a second, my friend, and listen. Let me expand your horizons. He rested a hand on the reporter's shoulder. Ashley felt goosebumps along his arm and up his neck. Let me tell you what it's all really about. This is deep stuff. Ashley's response hung unspoken on the tip of his tongue as two giggling young girls tumbled down the corridor and straddled the door frame. A young man of average height with a long blonde mane peered between them and gave an exaggerated grin. I'm all done now, chops. Your turn, boyo. Enjoy. At the sight of the new companions, the guitarist visibly switched persona and cast Ashley aside. Right, bugger off. Before Ashley could put two and two together, the girls had shoved him back into the corridor and slammed the door in his face. After a brief flash of disbelief, he realised his reporter's pad had been left behind in all the commotion, and he immediately reached for the door handle. A voice behind him said, I wouldn't do that if I were you. But within the dressing room, Ashley could already overhear the sounds of cheap thrills. A world of filth and sexiness he was unlikely to ever experience in his own beige Starbucks coffee life. Out of nowhere, a tatty plastic CD case was thrust into his hands, a picture of a skull bleeding from its eye socket on the cover. Ashley turned to look straight into the spacey yellow eyes of bassist Jez, who muttered in a strangely croaky voice, Enjoy! before scuttling off down the corridor again, his head stooped and his fists clenched tightly. Ashley could hear him mumbling, Something about aliens? He glanced down at the frightening CD in his hands and sighed. His first chance to report on the entertainment industry had, on the whole, been a confounding disappointment. Don't look too sad, mate. The blonde-haired band member leaned casually against a poster-covered wall and swished his long mane back with both hands. You want to interview a real rock star? Come with me. I'll give you the interview you're after. The singer glided into his own dressing room and began straightening his frazzled blonde hair. 
I suppose you're wondering about those girls. He asked, still grinning. Groupies? Ashley asked, trying not to sound categorically old-fashioned, as one does when uttering a risque word for the very first time. You're damn right, groupies. Glorious groupies. Perks of the job. The singer adjusted his impossibly tight jeans to make room for heaven knows what. I can probably guess what Chops was telling you just then. Don't listen to him. In it for the music, right? So deep. We're all in it for the girls. Pure and simple. No question. Singing like this band's be the best thing that's ever happened to me. Girls just flock to me. My name's Chad. Ashley said blankly at Chad, unable to think of a reply. He felt naked and vulnerable without his writing pad. The singer continued. Listen to that CD when you get home tonight. Then you'll understand. He winked at the reporter, though the purpose was a complete mystery. Searching for something, anything to ask, Ashley finally recalled one of the pre-prepared questions from his notes and asked, Why are you guys called the Ellie Daggers? Aren't you all from Swansea? The singer placed his straighteners down on the chopped wooden table board and said, Oh, we were originally called Loud and Dangerous, but some douchebag promoter misprinted it on a poster at our first gig as Loud and Daggers, which makes no sense. Bell end. So we shortened it that night when we were signing merch for the fans. Ashley guessed that this was short for merchandise and also wondered how large a fan base you could possibly attend their first performance. Plus, it makes us sound more credible if people think we're from Los Angeles, doesn't it? Ashley had reached the end. This whole encounter had been one giant waste of time, and there was no way he was staying for the performance. He was about to make his excuses to leave when, without warning, the singer leapt out of his chair and screamed at the top of his lungs, We are the real thing, baby! Ashley tapped away at his laptop, his tweed jacket wrapped around the back of his chair, and a lukewarm Starbucks coffee at his side. Ah, back to reality. The young brunette from three places back in the queue removed her posh-knitted scarf and settled at the next table over with a paperback novel and an aromatic chai latte. Quick, upward glance in Ashley's direction, accompanied by a gentle brushing of the hair from the face was all the encouragement the reporter needed. Ashley leaned over and asked, Ever heard of the Ellie Daggers? LA Daggers was written by Dan Morgan and read by Zach Williams. The Comedy Geek Sketch Podcast. Produced by DKM. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our show wherever you are in the Podiverse and leave us a favourable rating. We'll be your best friends. Find us at www.comedygeeksketchpodcast.com and listen to all of our previous episodes. Why not follow us on Facebook and Instagram or send us a tweet? We're easy to find wherever you are on the web. Just search for Comedy Geek Sketch Podcast. A huge thank you to our special guest, Zach Williams, for narrating this episode. He's one of my favourite stand-up comedians on the local scene here in South Wales. And he never fails to make everyone laugh with his 
often dark style of humour and hilarious songs. If you're thinking of booking him, do it. You'll be pleased you did. Zach also has his own podcast, which we urge you to check out. It's called Most Best Podcast, and the format of the show is brilliant. It's Zach's never-ending search for the co-host with the mo-host, and it combines comedy conversations, games, and random banter in the best way humanly possible with a range of incredible guests from the stand-up comedy scene, ranging from new comics and rising stars to stalwarts of the South Wales comedy circuit. I've had the pleasure myself of being a guest on Zach's podcast and we had a really fun time recording. Such a lovely guy. I think we really clicked. Uh, I think we have loads of common interests besides comedy, but we had some breathtakingly funny combos about everything imaginable. And if you're a fan of the Comedy Geek Sketch podcast, then the Dan Morgan uh, episode could be a brilliant starting point for any of our listeners who are looking to dive in. I pretty much nailed the co-host job, I think. Still waiting for my contract on sure it's just lost in the post or something anyway i think i'm episode number 34 but yeah download all of the episodes he's had loads of brilliant guests on there some of which you'll recognize because they've been on our show shani thomas noel james thomas evans stefan arlene sarah bridgman just go and download them all okay just binge it okay promise thanks to everyone who's listened to our geek and ori specials we'll be back with another good old-fashioned sketch episode for you very soon in the meantime check out our shiny new website www.comedygeeksketchpodcast.com and find all of our episodes on there a gallery where you can look at photos of us news and links and lots of other stuff also if you get a chance to leave us a review on your podcast app preferably one showering us with love and kisses and puppies etc then that would be amazing it really is the best way for you to help us attract new listeners and it makes us feel all gooey inside in fact i've just made a mess everywhere at the thought of you specifically you writing on our podcast wall so i'm gonna go and clean up now and we'll catch you next time on the comedy geek sketch podcast bye this podcast is part of brit pod scene an independent network of uniquely british podcasts that's always growing check out britpodscene.com or britpodscene on twitter to find out more